0: Hey, it's Lacey Broussard and this is the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast. From sex and motherhood, birth and relationships, communication and intimacy building, and Taoism and Tantra, we explore topics such as self-care, self-pleasure, body image, jadex, the feminine cycles, creativity in business, and modern spirituality. The Multi-Orgasmic Mama is a place to come for true stories and transformational advice on how to be a mama and a multi-orgasmic woman too. Welcome, it's Lacey Broussard here, and today I have Kayla Yoder. Hey, Kayla, how are you doing?
1: Hey, really good. How are you?
0: Awesome. I'm so excited to have you on.
1: I'm really excited, too. I think that what you're doing and this conversation that you're leading is so important, and I'm really grateful.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it is super important. (laughs) So I just want to start by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself and who you serve and what you do. Yeah, happy
1: to. So I'm a mom. I have a two and a half year old son. And um, I'm a life purpose coach for moms. So I'm really here um, to serve, especially moms that are going through this transition in their life where their kids are a bit older, and they have some space now. And they're kind of like, wanting more for themselves and not sure what their next step is so helping them to find and build a life for themselves that's really exciting and inspiring and lights them up and you know also is really harmonious with their family life and continuing their motherhood
0: yeah that's super important i love that Because women that have a strong purpose in life are so much more lit up and happy to be around. (laughs)
1: Yeah, when mom's happy, everyone's happy, right? (laughs) Oh my God,
0: so true. Now, I'd like you to tell me a little bit about how you got into this and why this is your life's purpose and your work.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure where to start because um, I have been on like a spiritual path, you could say, uh, since I was a kid. I mean, kids are all very connected to to spirit, right? And then it just kind of gets maybe buried or suppressed or something. But um, my mom was a yoga teacher, so I've done yoga since I was in the womb and everything. And um, basically, I have always been very interested in changing the world and having a powerful impact in the world. So, I've always kind of had a strong sense of purpose. Um I think the first time that I actually like wrote out a life purpose statement was when I was like 15 or 16 and I did a living passionately seminar at Landmark. And then um I did another version of that a few years later with a friend of mine who does coaching. And then, um, once I became a mom, I actually had a mentor. Um, he was also my chiropractor <laughs> and, um, I wrote out an even more, uh, full life purpose statement. Um, so that always really fueled me. And when I became a mom, I wasn't expecting it. And, um, I was really excited, but also very um, scared that I would lose myself because I was young. I had only been out of college a few years, and um, I was dabbling in Reiki healing and uh, shamanic healing and stuff like that, but I didn't have a clear sense of what I was going to be doing, and, and I was afraid of being consumed um, just by motherhood, so I got really dedicated to figuring out and choosing um, to nourish my path as as I was also nourishing my son, and I just really saw that it works, it works great, um, and it requires uh, asking for support and building community too, so it's definitely, um, and I was really supported by a community of women at that time. So yeah, I started, uh, life coaching. I I had a coach and she said to me, um, I was telling her how I really want to bring healing and I really want to do coaching. And I have all these tools I've been studying my whole life. And I, and she said it, what I'm hearing is that you really want to be a life coach. And she only said back to me what I had just said, but somehow it was like a light bulb. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, I really do. And so there was, it was something, I don't know, I was just ready and I was like, okay, yep. So I'm going to do this. And I said to a friend, like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to start life coaching. And she said, oh, you should coach me. And I said, okay. (laughs) So I started coaching her a little bit, helped her find her, direction and where she wanted to live and her path and then yeah and then as I once my son was born and um I was actually like faced with the challenge of now raising this child that's its own full entity um I really wanted to upgrade it and say and really claim like okay I want this to be my sacred livelihood and um and there was some pressure my partner and I were struggling at that time. And I wasn't sure if I would have his support. And I really felt like, okay, I need to stand on my own feet. And so I have, I have this knowledge, I have this service to offer. Um, and I had been so supported by coaches and by other women. I think there's something really special about women supporting women. And so, um, and moms supporting moms. And so, yeah, I just really, um, just really wanted to basically give back what I have gotten from the universe. So,
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that story. Thanks. You help women find their soul purpose and their life purpose. And I'm curious to know, how do you define what the soul is? And how do you know what, how can you know what your life purpose is? This
1: is a good question. I love the question. How do you define the soul? Because um, I just believe that that's a question that should never have a satisfying answer. Mm. I think that the value of that question is in asking it and thinking about it. So I mean, I personally define the soul as like, the part of you that is timeless, the part of you that is connected to the infinite, and that is connected to all things, to all energy. Um, It's like kind of that place where you're, um, that's beyond, you know, know, your mind, you know what your mind is, you know what your body is, everything else (laughs) pretty much is like your soul. But I also like, I'm always just curious about how would you define the soul? How do my clients define their soul? what does that mean? And I think that's like a really, just a fruitful inquiry in itself. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you're saying all of that, I'm thinking about, well, how do I define the soul? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) What comes to me is that it is the part of me that's infinitely connected and one with the parts of you that are infinitely connected and one with me. That would be my definition. But anyway, that is <laughs> beside the point. Uh, well, how can you know what your sole purpose is then?
1: So um, I always say, like, you're not going to find your purpose. You have to define it. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, and I pulled up the um, per, my most recent purpose statement to share.
0: Oh, yay. Um, <laughs> you yeah. you had a purpose statement. I was like, wait, I want to know what is her purpose? <laughs>
1: Yeah, so um, here it is. So, my purpose statement I am here now to evolve, transform, inspire, and enjoy as a daughter, sister, friend, lover, professional, and mother in schools, homes, offices, and natural landscapes, using my ability to perform, create, learn, teach, experience, interpret, think, feel, give, and receive with compassion. I am responsible for facing the challenges of my time with grace, wonder, and knowing. I am here to inspire my fellow human beings to live in the truth that we are creators of our reality, harnessing a playful balance of divine masculine and divine feminine essences. I am here to witness and dance us all into the paradigm for living in which we know ourselves to be at the source of creation. I am a stand for a culture of peace, abundance, love, and happiness for all beings in delightful harmony with the earth and the cosmos. And so it is.
0: Holy shit. (laughs) 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 That that was pretty specific. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, And it doesn't have to be that specific by any means. That was like (laughs) the third one that I had come up with over like 10, 15 years of working on it. So, you know, um, but the elements of that that I want to portray to women who are and mothers who are looking for their purpose um, is that you it's really like you can't do it wrong and it's just a matter of uh, claiming what's already in you and why you're here and. You can start with something as simple as, you know, I just know that I'm here to heal or I just know that I'm here to help people in some way. But the process starts by just claiming what you what it is you do know about why you're here and then, you know, building on that. And then you can get more specific about, okay, well, so what are my specific um, skills and abilities, or what are my passions, what am I interested in, what really lights me up, and how does that relate, and, um, yeah, it's just a process of finding your, finding your excitement, really.
0: Yeah, finding what and when you do, it's, you know, the topic of what do you desire comes up for me, because, to me, your desires lead you to your sole purpose. I guess I never thought about defining it because I always figured it would be defined as I claimed my desires and as I followed them because then they would lead me to my purpose. So the -hmm. desire became like a north star for me. Yeah. So maybe that's one route of getting to it or you could just define it like you did. That's really cool. (laughs)
1: I love that. No, it's, um, I mean, it's really both. I mean, it's kind of the same thing because you're following your desire, but you have to claim what your desire is. You know, Mm -hmm. I have this desire to heal and, and to be creative and to support the earth. And so all I'm doing is I'm getting present to that desire. I'm realizing, oh, I have this desire and then i'm claiming it and i'm saying okay this is my purpose this is why i'm here
0: yeah and when you say that i think about all of the times my desires have changed but they and then my purpose has changed because my desire has changed so at one point in my life i had desired to be a doula and a midwife. And I did that for a while. And then my desire changed and I wanted to teach women how to have better, more intimate, connected sex. And then my purpose changed because my desire changed. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of like one and the same almost. Um, Yeah. And they're very fluid and dynamic. Yeah. Well, my next question is how does a woman that knows her purpose and who's connected to her desires, how does that change how she shows up in a relationship? And more specifically, how does it change how she shows up in the bedroom?
1: Well, my first answer to that question is like another question, which is what is the purpose of a relationship and what is the purpose of, you know, your like what is the what is sounds weird to say what is the purpose of your sex life but like what kind of you know what's the intention uh why, why is that important to you um and when you know your purpose in life when you're connected to your sense of your intentions your desires then it elevates you you know your ability to show up in for me relationships are have always been the purpose of a relationship has always been to further my spiritual path and help me know myself better um i mean obviously as mothers and and partnership a lot of times the purpose of a relationship is like work together and build together and take care of day-to-day stuff um But again, like, what's the point of that? Like, it it all, like, the, the juice of life really comes down to, like, why is it important? Why is it meaningful to you? So when you're connected to your own sense of meaning in your life, then you bring that into your relationship and you bring that into the bedroom. And if you're feeling empty in your life, if you're feeling lost and confused, then, you know, you can sort of end up having sex that feels a little bit empty and boring and kind of the same so it really um is an avenue to opening up more meaning in a relationship and in the bedroom as well
0: beautiful yeah. and one thing that popped into my mind was that we nobody asks us why do we have sex <laughs> we don't ask ourselves what's the purpose of sex other than creating humans but you know 99.9% of the time that we have sex it's not to create another human right so then yeah. why are we doing it well we do it for pleasure but in my opinion we have sex because it's an ultimate celebration of life you know it's yeah. a celebration and if that becomes part of your what if your purpose is just to celebrate and enjoy the moment and enjoy being in this human body with freaking amazing genitals that can experience ridiculous amounts of pleasure. <laughs> like, <what laughs> if that, like all there is. <laughs> you know, that wouldn't be so bad now, would it? Not at all. Yeah. I mean honestly
1: it's simple. <laughs> it's better. Maybe I need to simplify my purpose to that. Because <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs>
0: well yeah the further I go on this path the more that I'm just like you know what maybe it's just to enjoy every fucking moment you know yeah
1: Yeah. and I mean and it comes back around right because when you're really enjoying the moment like you're also like helping other people to enjoy like nobody is in a bubble so you know if you're really enjoying your life then that's going to ripple out and other people are going to enjoy their lives and you know all connected
0: yeah exactly and when you're when you have those really shitty days I always ask myself like okay well yep it's me it's really shitty today and how can I make this the most fun possible <laughs> 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 that's a really good good way to get out of the the non-celebratory days where you just feel like you have nothing to be grateful for celebrate um how do you do that <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was saying. You just, I just ask myself, how can I most, how can this be the most fun in this moment? How can I make this fun right now? And usually I'll get some sort of idea. (laughs) (laughs) Usually something really stupid and crazy. Like I'll go turn on some music and start dancing like crazy, or I'll just go outside and go swing under the Oak tree or I don't know, just anything to get out of that that Mm -hmm. moment. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Okay. Now back to relationships, purpose of relationships. Uh, But for people who are really conscious about their relationship and really want it to have meaning, uh, defining the purpose of your relationship is obviously important. So if our soul holds the key to our purpose, right, then how can we get our partner's or our lovers on board to honor our own individual purpose while um, still maintaining the purpose of their relationship at the same time. Yeah. Sense?
1: Basically the first thing, if you want to have your partner honor you and your purpose, um, you first have to honor it yourself. So especially if you're in a phase of going into a new purpose and exploring you're having some new desires and maybe there can definitely be like fear around expressing that and getting support from your partner the first thing to do is to just really go within yourself and get really really committed like you have to get to the place where you basically have no choice not that you don't have a choice and it's like oh poor me i have to do this but like you're just so clear and you want it so much that like you're just willing to do whatever it takes to follow that path. And you don't even have to know what it is. You don't have to know like exactly uh, what it's going to look like, but it could just be, you know, how you want to feel. You just know that you want to feel more excited and you want to feel maybe whatever. So Once you know and are willing to honor it in yourself, then you start taking little actions, you know, maybe you're exploring something, maybe you take a new class, but small things that are not disruptive to your current life, but that excite you and light you up and turn you on. And then, you know, you're excited and you're turned on and you're lit up and your partner is just gonna see that and be like excited for you too probably um and then if they're not if it brings up fear or resistance in them then you know you're already clear on what you want and you everything that we create in life is like all of life is a creation and so it comes from our commitment So if you have a commitment to honoring the relationship and the purpose of the relationship, there's no reason why that has to conflict with your purpose too. So it's just a matter of being willing to do what it takes to create what it is that you really want and allow yourself to believe that that you can have it. And so, you know, if your partner has that resistance or something, then you can just reassure them like, you know, I'm committed that our relationship is really great and you can show up for them with compassion for what they might be needing and what they might be afraid of, or, you know, what might be going on for them and just sort of hold space for them. And maybe it's, they need to find more clarity on their purpose too. So, Hmm.
0: um,
1: and, and honoring them. And if you honor them, you honor what they're needing and, you know, that will come back to you as
0: well. Yeah. When I get coaching clients, sex, love, relationship coaching clients that haven't done too much work um, on their sexuality before or haven't been really conscious about their sexual choices or anything, one of the first things that always comes up is I'm scared to even tell my partner that I'm working with you or that you know, I'm doing this work because I don't know what they're going to think And I always have to tell him, you know, well, first of all, if you're with a man and you tell him that you're working on your sexuality, I doubt he's going to be mad at you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, it can only help. So, (laughs) and then they're they're usually fine with that, but Mm -hmm. that's such a huge and common fear for women is that they fear working on their sexuality. And honestly, I think we just use men as an excuse. It's kind of masks the actual fear because the actual fear is that we're afraid of our own power. The fear that we say it is, is, well, I don't know how he's going to react or I don't know what he's going to think. I don't know. He might leave me or abandon me. Well, the truth is that 99% of the time he's not because he's going to be excited. You're working on it. But yeah, that's a super common thing. So, um, women that are really beginning to claim their purpose and their desire and take action to getting them, uh, you know, just know that that's normal for these fears to come up. But the more that you claim them, I mean, do you want to live your authentic truth or do you just want to hide behind this fear and stay small? Cause that's really what you're doing, you know?
1: Yeah. And ultimately it just has to do with like, responsibility like if you're willing to just show up and responsible it's like able to respond like just trusting yourself to be able to handle things as they come and you know i think we can give ourselves a little bit more credit for how much we contribute to the men in our lives and really allow them to contribute to us by supporting us when we get clear about a really important step we want to take in our growth.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Well, when we become connected to our purpose and our desires and we start to become conscious of them and start to claim them, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, a huge win right there. So if you've even arrived at that point, yay for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we become really connected to the desire piece and I'm wondering if you have any practices that can help with us uh, to help manifest these desires into our life. Yes. So,
1: since this is the multi orgasmic mama, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, there's like lots of practices that you can do that involve writing and stuff, but you can also do sex magic (laughs) um (laughs) which is a very cool practice that basically just means um that you are dedicating your sexual energy towards your purpose or your vision or your desires because our sexual energy is it's just basically pure life force energy and it is you know, it's very closely related to the soul. It's, it's this timeless, just faithful, pure kind of, you know, energy. So basically with sex magic, you just, um, you set an intention, you clarify what it is you want, and you can be specific, or you can just focus on how you want to feel. And I like that, especially like if you're in a beginning of this practice, because um it can it stays pure and the thing with sex magic is like you're working with your subconscious and if your subconscious wants something different than what your conscious mind wants then you're probably going to get that which is you know um going to maybe take you for a bit of a roller coaster it it always if you have an intention for growth and positive intentions then it's always going to have a positive outcome but um you definitely want to be very uh, careful in a way with how you set your intention and um, you want to use symbols and images. So basically the way it works is you come up with um, a vision of what you want or a sensation of like, I want to feel excited. I want to feel free and playful you just get connected to what that would feel like. And then you go into a pleasure experience. Um, you can do it by yourself or with a partner. If you do it with a partner, you want to make sure that you both have the same intention in mind and the same vision and super clear, like talk about it, maybe even write it down, cut out some images from a magazine, like get super specific with each other and clear. Um, and if you're doing like a feeling, you could even ask them like, so we're saying that we wanna feel like really deeply intimate and connected. Like, what does that actually feel like in your body? Is it like a warm sensation in your chest and like ting- butterflies in your stomach? What does it actually feel like? Get really specific. And then um, and then you just sort of take as long as you can to just, you know, get into a sensual space and, you know massage yourself or each other and um you know follow your your desires in the moment and just yeah see if you can just build up your you know your sexual energy as long as possible and then um when you reach a state of orgasm you bring your vision back into mind and just combine basically the ecstatic bliss of the orgasm with the blissful vision that you have and it basically like programs your unconscious mind to pull that forward and um yeah and and there's also two fun ways that you can think about the orgasm that um you can either think of it you can either basically direct the energy outwards and say, okay, I'm I'm dedicating this orgasmic energy to go out into the world and like move things around to manifest what I want. Or if you feel like everything's in alignment for me to have what I want and I'm just like, for some reason it's just not happening, there must be something in me, then you can direct your orgasm to go within you and remove any blocks that are stopping you from receiving what it is you want. And if you don't know whether it's better to send it out or in, then just don't worry about it. Your your pussy's pretty magical. She'll do it. <laughs> so um,
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's a great description. Yeah, and, and you can even like make it more potent if you pay attention to the chakras and like sending and refining the sexual energy through each of the chakra centers. Mm -hmm. yeah but that's kind of like an advanced thing so yeah just starting with Mm -hmm. dedicating the sexual energy and pleasure to an intention or goal sending it off into the universe as your orgasm (laughs) and then letting all of those blessings and the whole vision of it rained down on you at that moment. Exactly. So powerful. Yeah. Yes,
1: exactly. And then that moment is just like reveling in the joy of having everything you want and the timelessness of just like, you know, your fullest self. And, and then when the orgasm fades away, like you just, you let it go and you just, just trust that you just created that. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Gorgeous! Thank you for sharing that. That's great. Yeah. I practice that one a lot. It's <laughs> <That's> a good <laughs> <But> one. <potent>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Last question is, what one tip or trick can you give us to become a multi orgasmic mama?
1: Hmm. I think the one tip or trick that I would give is talk and listen to your pussy yeah
0: (laughs) you need a relationship with her at some point yeah
1: yeah so like even and it's it's a good one for moms I think because like you can be busy in the middle of like doing a million things and you can just take a quick moment and just like put a hand down there or you know just breathe into your body and just like connect and it's good to just ask, like you know, what what would you like for the in this moment, or what do you need right now? Um, and it doesn't have to take more than thirty seconds, really. And you might not always get an answer right away, um, especially if you haven't talked to her much and or haven't listened much. Um, I remember when I first started doing this, and I was asking, like I was like, "Hey, pussy, like what?" going on and it was, this feeling was like oh oh and now you're like paying attention you know it's <laughs> like yeah you know sorry <laughs> and yeah so it's just uh, something that you can practice and just trust that like if you keep asking and tuning in then you'll get answers and you'll get directions once I did this and like in the car and like you know just tuning in pussy like what should I do where should I go you know and she was like go into that hair salon right there so I had been wanting this particular color of nail polish
0: like (laughs) I work with colors a lot sounds really superficial but I really (laughs) like it
1: (laughs) but I like I had no idea I like I didn't even know if this place was open but I walked in and they had the exact color that I wanted and it was on sale So, I mean, but color is really, like, meaningful to me and my spiritual path and everything. So, yeah, so maybe a little superficial, but... No, it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Take your pussy shopping with you, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) See how much more sexier clothes you buy then. (laughs) Yeah, and fun. That is fun. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. I love all of the wonderful conversations and the depth and all of the, the description of sex magic that's super awesome y'all go try that out <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah let us know how it goes <laughs> yeah
0: well thank you so much yeah thank you okay bye